the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. And the day of the Lord should be a comfort to us. It should be a comfort to God's people. Because no matter how things may look in the world now, we know that God is in control of the future and He will make everything right. That's what God is communicating to that righteous remnant in the book of Malachi chapter 4. And no matter how it may look, God's in control and he will make everything right in the world. When you look at our culture today, it's hard to ignore the wickedness prevailing. Do you wonder if it'll ever get better? Well, today Pastor Dan has encouragement for you with the reminder that God will do away with all sin, judge all wickedness, and restore the world completely. He'll remove the evil from the world. And as a believer in Christ, take comfort. He'll save you from this judgment, and you'll enjoy His new heaven and new earth forever. Hold on to faith in God and persevere until the end. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Malachi chapter 4 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. going to be in Malachi chapter 4. If you want to turn there in your Bible for me, Malachi chapter 4. Uh, we're also going to look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. So if you want to go ahead and find that in your Bible so you can turn there quickly when the time comes. 2 Timothy chapter 3, Malachi chapter 4. So as you know, the book of Malachi closes out the Old Testament. This is God's final word to his people before 400 years of silence, followed by John the Baptist bursting on the scene in the New Testament. Malachi was one of the post-exile prophets, along with Haggai and Zechariah. He is addressing the Jewish remnant that has returned to Jerusalem after the Babylonian exile. His ministry takes place about 100 years after that remnant returned back to Jerusalem. He is ministering at a time when the temple is rebuilt, the sacrifices were being offered again, the feasts were celebrated again, Jerusalem was rebuilt as a city, the cities of Judah have been rebuilt, the the people have settled back into the land, and unfortunately, over that time, the people grew complacent toward God. And they even became obstinate toward God, hard-hearted toward God. And they departed from God's word and God's commandments. And so God sent Malachi to confront the nation and to call them to repentance. And the Lord particularly rebuked the priests 
in the book of Malachi, since they, the priests, were responsible for leading the people and leading the nation. They were supposed to lead the people in the right paths. However, the priests in Malachi's day led the people into sin and compromise. As I've said before in our study of Malachi, as goes the priest, so goes the nation. And the same is true today. Priests and pastors have a responsibility to lead the congregation in godly paths. To lead the congregation in the word of God. That's why James writes, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. Pastors and priests and teachers of the word will receive a stricter judgment. They will be held to a higher standard because they are leading God's people whom he purchased with his own blood. Now we saw in chapter 3, the last time we were in Malachi, if you look back in chapter 3, verse 16, that while the nation generally departed from God, there was a remnant of believers in the nation a remnant of believers who, who feared the Lord, who, who spoke to one another about the Lord, who esteemed the name of the Lord. And the Lord took notice of that faithful remnant. And he liked to listen in to them. And he wrote their names in a book of remembrance. Remember when we talked about that last time. In verse 17 of chapter 3, the Lord said, They are mine, they are my jewels, they are my special treasure. And so get the picture here. While, while the nation departed from God, there's this small remnant who remained faithful to God. Now the Bible tells us that in the last days, there will be a great falling away from the faith. A departure from the truth. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, Paul writes, Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And Paul is referring to a specific event, a specific time in the last days when there will be professing Christians who abandon the true faith. And he's not talking about a, a, you know, a general apostasy that occurs in every age, but the apostasy, a specific time, a specific event in the last days when there is the falling away. And at the same time of the falling away, there will be a remnant of believers who remain faithful to Jesus Christ and faithful to the scriptures. Just as there was a faithful remnant in Israel and Malachi's day, there will be a faithful remnant in the last days. And we want to be part of that faithful remnant in our day. Amen. Uh, there, there are some that ask and, and wonder, are we seeing that great falling away? Is it happening? And I don't know the answer to that, but I do know I want to stay faithful to the Lord. And I want to stay faithful to his word. And so now that brings us into chapter four. And chapter 4 is addressed to the faithful remnant mentioned in chapter 3. It's just a continuation of chapter 3. In fact, in the Hebrew Bible, there is no chapter 4. It's all in chapter 3. And this is addressed to those who remained faithful to the Lord while the rest of the nation departed from the Lord. He says in verse 1, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble. 
And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither root nor branch. God will deal with the wicked and the proud. Look back at chapter 3, verse 15. At that time in the nation, the proud were blessed and the wicked were raised up. Uh, The wicked people were exalted in society. Evildoers were prospering. And here was this little remnant of believers who remained faithful to God, faithful to his word, looking at their nation, looking at their culture, seeing the wicked prevailing, seeing the wicked exalted and thinking, Lord, what's the deal? And maybe you feel that way about our times. You, You look at the nation, you look at the culture, you see wickedness prevailing you see wickedness exalted, and it, and it seems like there's no slowing it down. There's no stopping it. And you look and you say, what's, what's the deal? Well, well, the Lord says to that faithful remnant, behold, the day is coming. The day is coming when I will judge the proud and the wicked. For behold, the day is coming. It's burning like an oven, he says, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts. That will leave them neither root nor branch. This is referring to the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord is the most common term used throughout the Bible for the tribulation period that will come upon the earth. And the tribulation period, as most of you probably know, is that seven-year period when God will pour out his wrath and judgment upon the earth. It's described in detail in Revelation chapter 6 to 19. I have a timeline for us. You've got the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, and that begins the church age. We're living in the church age right now. The church age will end with the rapture of the church when Jesus descends in the clouds, and we're caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. And then at some point after the rapture of the church, you have the beginning of the day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord will, be, will begin with the seven-year tribulation period when God is pouring out his wrath upon the earth. At the end of that seven-year tribulation period, Jesus will come again the second time to the earth to establish his kingdom on the earth. Then you'll have the kingdom age, the millennial reign, the thousand-year reign of Christ. And then at the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ, you have the great white throne judgment and then the creation of the new heaven and the new earth and the eternal state where we all live happily ever after with Jesus Christ. Right now, listen, right now, today, we live in the day of man. Man rejects God, man rejects God's rule and rebels against God's standards and will continue to do so more and more. The Bible tells us this. The world will continue to become more and more ungodly and more and more wicked. But the Lord will not allow the day of man to continue on forever. There will be a time in the future when God intervenes directly in human affairs. And that's the day of the Lord. And here the day of the Lord is described as an oven. As an oven, burning like an oven. The tribulation period will not be a wildfire burning out of control, although it seems like it as you read about it. It's not a flash of heat that burns very hot for a moment of time, it will burn like an oven. Think about an oven. 
The tribulation will be steady heat for a set duration of time. Just as you turn on your oven, you set your oven to 375 degrees and you bake a cake for 45 minutes. There's a, there's a steady heat for a duration of time. The tribulation will be steady heat on the earth for a set duration of time. It will last seven years. And in Revelation, you've got this description of the seal judgments, followed by the trumpet judgments, followed by the bowl judgments. There'll be no relief, all described for us in the book of Revelation. And we see here that one of the purposes of the tribulation period will be to purge the earth of the proud and the wicked. Again, for behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble, and that day, the day which is coming, shall burn them up. The proud and the wicked will be completely consumed from the earth. They will be a stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up. They will, they will leave neither root nor branch, describing the totality of their destruction. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. And this is good news for the righteous who have suffered under the proud and the wicked. God's going to deal with them. They're not going to get away with it. In Isaiah chapter 2, verse 12, it says, For the day of the Lord of hosts shall come upon everything proud and lofty, upon everything lifted up, and it shall be brought low. In Isaiah chapter 13, verse 11, it says, I, the Lord, will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their sin. I will crush the arrogance of the proud and humble the pride of the mighty. Isaiah 2.17, it says, Human pride will be humbled and human arrogance will be brought down. Only the Lord will be exalted on that day of judgment. And so God will remove the wicked. He will remove the prideful and the arrogant from the earth. And only the Lord Jesus Christ will be exalted on the earth in that day. And the day of the Lord should be a comfort to us. It should be a comfort to God's people. Because no matter how things may look in the world now, we know that God is in control of the future and he will make everything right. That's what God is communicating to that righteous remnant in the book of Malachi chapter 4. That no matter how it may look, God's in control and he will make everything right in the world. Notice verse 2, he says, But to you who fear my name, In contrast to the proud and the wicked who will be consumed. But to you who fear my name, look what it says. The son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. 
and you shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves. What a wonderful promise that is, isn't it? And you shall trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. The Son of Righteousness shall arise. The Son of Righteousness is a title for the Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you're taking notes, this is the only place in the Bible where Jesus is referred to as the Son, S-U-N, of Righteousness. It's the only place he's given this title. And, and this is directed, really, to the believing remnant of Jews who will, who will be saved and preserved through the tribulation period and will come through that tribulation when Jesus Christ returns. It's not really addressed to the church because the church will not go through the tribulation period. We'll be raptured to heaven before the tribulation begins. We'll return to the earth with Jesus Christ. And when Jesus returns to the earth the second time in power and great glory, he will be the son of righteousness who arises with healing in his wings. When Jesus Christ comes the second time, literally, physically to the earth, it will be like a new day dawning on the earth for God's people. It will be a time of judgment for the wicked and proud in a new day for God's people. Jesus will bring righteousness to the earth. The kingdom age will be characterized by righteousness and healing. Psalm 37 verse 6 says, He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. In Jeremiah 23 it says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is his name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. The son of righteousness will arise upon the earth like the sun, S-U-N. And he will arise with healing in his wings. And, And the picture here is that uh, the, the sun rays, as the sun rises, the sun rays will stretch out over the face of the earth like the wings of a bird, and everywhere the sun rays reach will have a healing effect. And during the reign of Jesus Christ on the earth, the earth will be healed. I'm not getting squirrely on you. you know, I'm not getting like hippy-dippy on you kind of thing. You see the brokenness in this world. You see the brokenness in the world. You see the effects of sin in the world. You see the effects of pride. You see the effects of wickedness. You see the effects of rebellion against God. We we see the breakdown of society and culture. We feel it. You feel it. You can feel that the world is broken. And Jesus will bring healing to this world. He will bring healing to mankind and restoration, not only healing from the effects of sin, which he will do. Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Jesus brings and will bring healing for sin But Jesus will also bring healing to all of creation. Romans 8.22 tells us that 
the whole creation groans right now and labors with birth pangs. All of creation was marred and ruined by the fall of Adam. All of creation has been affected by sin. And in the kingdom age, Jesus Christ will restore creation. In Isaiah chapter 11, it tells us that during the kingdom age, the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them, the cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. All of creation will be healed. All of creation will be restored when Jesus Christ returns. Not just mankind. In Ezekiel chapter 47, it describes a river that will flow from the temple in Jerusalem during the kingdom age. And we're told everywhere the river flows brings healing and restoration and life to the land. The land will be healed. Again, the kingdom age will be a time of righteousness and healing. Things will return back to like the Garden of Eden before the fall. All, everything that was lost by mankind because of sin will be restored back. It says in Isaiah 65 that the child will die at 100 during the kingdom age. Imagine that. Going to a funeral for someone that's 100 years old and said they were so young. It's so much life ahead of them. It's such a tragedy. You go to a funeral for somebody today that's 90 or 100 years old, and well, they, you know, probably better, you know, kind of thing. I mean, that's what you're thinking. Look at verse 2 again. The Lord says to that remnant that will come through the tribulation and enter into the kingdom age, he says, you shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves. Like, like, you know, the, the picture here is like calves that have been cooped up in the stall that are finally let out. And they go out leaping for joy, you know, kind of once they're turned loose. And when Christ returns and he reigns upon the earth as king of kings and lord of lords, when the son of righteousness arises on the earth with healing in his wings, God's people will go out rejoicing and celebrating finally because the king has come. He goes on here in verse 3. You shall trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. The Lord will give his people victory over the wicked. The wicked shall be ash under the soles of your feet on the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. This is going to be the Lord's doing on behalf of man. On behalf of his people. Now remember, the Lord is addressing this, this faithful remnant that fear him and esteem his name. And he tells them, hey, the day is coming. The day is coming. You know, things look terrible now. You know, you, you seem like you're this little island now in a world that's gone crazy. 
But the day is coming, and it's burning like an oven when I will deal with the wicked and the ungodly once and for all. You'll never have to worry about them again. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Malachi, one of the Old Testament books of prophecy. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. God's Word can speak to you in a variety of ways, and it can reach you in personal ways too. If you'd like to hear more messages from this series, visit our website, calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast. It's a great way to keep connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. While you're visiting our website, you might be interested in learning more about the church that supports this ministry, Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. You can even come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, visit calvaryec.com for details. As you explore the website, you'll notice a tab for giving and a tab for serving opportunities. Make sure to check those out and think about being a part of this ministry and the church as a whole. If you have questions, give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.